0: Look, the the main thing that we've done is really just worked on on the company culture and getting the right people, and we are blessed. We've got um, what I think is one of the best cultures and what I think is some of the best
1: staff in the industry. In this episode of my podcast, Relentless Life on Your Terms, season three, I sit down with the CEO of Kinsbridge and Hermitage Home, John Gorris, who's been a building company for over 20 years, is an award-winning builder. We talk about what to look for when building a home, Getting into the investment property market, and the tips and tricks, and some of his daily routines and how he manages his time. This is a great episode full of jam-packed tips and tricks, guys. Hello, and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Relentless Life on Your Terms. Joining me is a friend of mine that I've known for quite some years, Mr. John Gorris. How are you, mate? Hey, how are you, feel, mate? Good, well, very well, very yeah. well. Now, John has actually been in real estate for almost. 15 years? Yeah, 14, 15 years, yeah. Works for Hermitage Homes and Kingbridge Homes. He's been there for 14 years and he's actually been the CEO for eight years now. That's right. Now, what made you get into the industry, first of all? Yeah,
0: look, I've always had a passion for, uh, for construction. Um, yeah, parents uh, done some uh, development and subdivision when I was younger and, and really, uh, yeah, even, f- even from uh, a young age, had a, had a passion for the industry. Um, got into it uh, 14 years ago. Um, as you said, I uh, became a CEO, CEO uh, eight years ago and now director and, and part owner of the business. So, yeah, look, it's a really exciting and dynamic uh, industry. There's always um, something new, whether it's uh, interest rates, grants, the market, there's always something. Uh, how they're building homes, how they're products, building, yeah, materials. products, materials, suppliers, trades, it, it's, it's never ending. So it is quite dynamic and quite,
1: quite exciting. I have to ask, because I'm always intrigued. Where'd the name Hermitage come from? Does it, mean it Does it have a meaning an origin behind it?
0: Uh, look, there is an area in uh, in France called Hermitage, and uh, some good wines yeah. come out of there. So there is a little bit of, uh, yeah, a bit of heri- heritage there. But um, look, the, the word hermit uh, is another word for for a house, and Hermitage itself, as a word, is about uh, another word for, for like
1: a home or an abode. Wow, I didn't know that. That's that's fantastic. Now it started as uh, Kingsbridge over twenty years ago. Yeah hermitage uh, 22 23 uh, tw- years. hermitage was the first brand that's right now hermitage is for mainly for investors that's right yep. so
0: hermitage uh, you know, turnkey products as, as you probably know um, you know focusing on investors and developers
1: so basically what I sell through Reventon, the similar sort of product
0: that's right yep. tenant ready um, you know, we source uh, house and land packages
1: in, in, in the area turnkey that's right that's right and and then we go to um, Kingsbridge which is for like second third home buyers and this is an award-winning home that we're sitting in, which is actually a Kingsbridge home, correct?
0: That's right, that's right. So we started the, uh, the Kingsbridge brand about four, five years ago now. Um, at the moment, we've got about 16 displays. Mm-hmm. We've got another seven under construction. So really um, more that aspirational sort of uh, home, uh, for your second or third home. Um, as I you said, you know, we've won, uh, won quite a few awards over the last uh, few years. So we've uh, HO Most Professional Builder. Um, we've won uh, Best Display Home. Uh, this this home itself has been nominated as, as best hi display
1: home last year it's a beautiful mrs fight but just for the audience because obviously we'll try to have a look at some photos it's five bedrooms bathroom it's, it's an amazing home it's beautiful it's, and it's just under 50 squares
0: yeah no it's a, it's a, yeah it's a, it is an amazing home and uh you know credit to the team for putting this together um the design team the, the stylists but, but everyone involved but really uh yeah really proud of what we're uh what we've been achieving um as I was saying, you know, we run, you know we've won product review, best builder, um, Australian achiever in our, in our industry, in and in our category. Um, and then we're, we're now ISO uh, uh, 9001 certified as well as a, a carbon neutral business. So, yeah, we've really been big on, um, you know, just, just expanding what we're, we're doing over the last couple of years and, and ensuring that we're delivering quality product. Um, and now we've got some of the, uh, the accreditations and awards to
1: show for it as well. So, just for my listeners out there, what should you be looking for when uh, sourcing a quality builder or a quality home? Yeah, look, yeah, yeah. They, they need to do their
0: research. Um, On the builder, the product, what? I think, the, I think the main thing is the builder. Um, yeah, obviously the inclusions are, you know, in some ways up to the client. Um, yeah, you know, it's up to them what type of appliances and inclusions I want to put in. Um, it's the stuff that you don't see. You know, the slab, the frames, the trusses, uh, the workmanship. The service that comes down to the builder. Um, so, yeah, do your research, find out that you're dealing with a, a reputable, you yeah, know, quality builder. So, someone with a track record that's built many homes. Track record, um, yeah, testimonials. Um, you yeah, know, again, we're very proud of uh, yeah, being an award winning builder and then also having won having the product review uh, best builder last year as well. So, yeah, do your research. Um, you're
1: Victoria based, John, yeah? That's right. And how many homes do you building year?
0: You look, at the moment, we're on uh, probably about five to 600 pace. So, um, and like I said, just 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 Victoria. So mainly Melbourne,
1: but we also do regional as well. So you're looking at a builder that's obviously does a lot of homes, so, and they're awarded, which makes a big difference. Now, I know you've had a lot of achievements, John, because I personally know you. What's one of your proudest achievements you've had to date?
0: Proudest achievements, okay. All right. I'll have to say the kids first, because my, my wife might be watching that. With the <laughs> wife and kids, besides the <laughs> wife and kids, professional. <laughs> and getting married, yes. Yep. Professionally, probably um, yeah, look, probably taking over as a CEO um, eight years ago. I'd been with Hermitage for six years before that, um, worked my way up through the company and became CEO. But um, look, when I became CEO, the, the culture, uh, the service, um, and our quality wasn't to the standard that, that I wanted. Um, and I think you might know a bit of the history as well. I might have spoken to you a few years ago about it. So really working Can I hard. Can just
1: ask about that? Because I do. And uh, one thing you've implemented I wanted to share, which I think is fantastic, um, and you actually sent me a copy. He's got a book called The Advantage, which he gets everyone to read, certain aspects yeah, of it. Yeah. Patrick Lins- Lincione. Lincione. Yes. And then you sent me a copy of that book and I thank you for that. So what do you think was the, some of the main changes you did to help yeah. you know, the whole team?
0: Yeah. Look, the, the, the main thing that we've done is really just worked on, on the company culture and getting the right people. And we are blessed. We've got um, what I think is one of the best cultures and what I think is some of the best staff in the industry. So, um, yeah, we've really worked hard over the last eight years to make that happen. Um, you know, in terms of how I went about that, um, I think persistency um, is a big one. And then I think the name of the, the podcast is Relentless. Life on but, that serves us right? But it, it's about being relentless. I think most people know what's right and wrong, uh, but it's it's about being disciplined enough to make sure you do that day in, day out. Um, so you know, be it, accountable. You've got to be accountable. Um, you know, A lot of the business books and um, you know, there's plenty online that talks about what you should do and what you shouldn't. And I think within, within reason most people know, um, but it's about actually doing it and being disciplined enough to make sure you do it day in, day out. You're setting that example, you know, talking about a, a great culture, putting it, Putting your goals or uh, or values on a board is, is easy. Uh, the driving it is hard, and that persistency or relentlessness, um, yeah, is a main part of it.
1: So it's basically like with anything. I mean, you can. It's like what you said: if you don't live and breathe it, and you don't lead from the front and elevate your team to that level, and you have a culture of accountability and consciousness, what's the point? It's not going to work. That's right. That's right. Now, you've been in real estate for quite some time. What would you see is the safest? And the best way to build wealth.
0: Look, I'm biased, and you probably are as well. But yeah, uh, you know, property for for me, uh, you can just see the charts and all the growth over the last 10, 20, 30, You can go back as as many years as you like. So yeah, there are ups and downs and and cycles, but um, it's with anything, though, isn't it? It is, and it's like that saying, you know, when's the when's the best time to buy uh, property or real estate? Yesterday, so, um I say that all the time. Yeah, well, it's it's yeah, it's, obviously it's, it's a common one, but it's true. Um, so. Um, yeah look uh, from my point of view and, and probably from yours as well, but uh, yeah, property is a, a, an asset that I can see and touch and you, know, you can renovate Thank and you. fix it and you can get tenants and yep. yeah, it, it's, it's, it's another thing we we're very fortunate in, in Melbourne and Australia where um, yeah, we are having that growth. Uh, population is you know, constantly growing. Um, there's places around the world uh, where, where you know, they don't see the growth that we're, we're seeing so. Um, obviously, COVID lockdowns not great, but uh, things will change, and next year, um, you know, I'm expecting, and, and the experts are expecting, a lot of people to come back, expats, even people that may have been thinking of coming back to Australia or living living in Australia. I think we're going to see a lot of those people coming back as well. So, I agree. Um, I think fortunate, you know, the lucky
1: country, but uh, in some ways, in some ways, it is. Now, I want to comment and talk on that point. We've seen crazy prices now. Real estate's really surging and doing well. They're getting tenants, the property land, the land's growing, the the the, the, everything's growing, and you haven't even considered that aspect. So when that also opens up, that's going to increase the prices even further. Yeah. So uh, that aspect's a very good point to to add. Now, you only do Victoria, have you considered going into state?
0: We have. Look, we um, have looked at uh, Queensland, and obviously uh, being a a sunny estate, I think it's it's always on everyone's mind. I'm sure you've considered opening up an office there as well, but... uh, Look, from our point of view, um, you, we've got plenty of work that, um, here in Victoria um, and, it, and there's plenty more work for us to do here. So, yeah, we'll never say never, but, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's enough work in Vic for us and uh, you know, focus on, on what you're good at rather than then maybe stretch yourself too fine and, g- and go into other states. But um, have considered it, but, yeah, we're happy, happy being uh, Melbourne and, and Vic-based at the moment.
1: Now, 3A journey, give me one of your biggest challenges and how you overcame it. Biggest challenges. Look, probably um,
0: uh, yeah, eight years ago I was only thirty three. This so time I'm forty one now. Um, becoming CEO, um, taking over a business. Like I mentioned, the um, basically the culture wasn't where I wanted it, and the, the quality and service that we're providing uh, was nowhere near where where I wanted it and where it needed to be as a business. So, for me, turning that around, I think is is the biggest. Um, what were some book. of the
1: things that you did to turn it around? What were
0: some of the key drivers? Yeah. Again, you know, building building the right culture, the right environment uh, for lack of a better word where um, people can thrive. Um, and then you know, ensuring that we, we, we hire the right people and then also coaching and developing their stuff.
1: So, you know, if know you, you do that a lot. Yeah. I wanted to comment. You talk a lot. You help your team develop a lot cause I know personally, I know a lot of them as well.
0: Yeah. So look, if, if you, you know if you come to our office, what, what you'll probably realize us versus maybe some other businesses, um, we've got generally you know, experience, but people... But we're a little bit younger a little bit more dynamic and open to change um yeah we've got a great senior management team and they assist in coaching now and assisting a lot of the uh the middle and and, and newer managers so yeah we are big on that um, we prefer to grow and develop our own people rather than yeah take them from other other companies so um and, it, and that is a challenge and that takes time as well so it does, yeah yeah um but we, we are we
1: are big on that but um yeah, you recently got a pool table in your office as well. Yeah, rang you for
0: a bit of advice on that. So uh, you have got the pool table, got the foosball table, and table tennis, and uh, we've got a basketball ring uh, in the car park as well. Uh, on days like this, we're, we're not using it too often, but uh, yeah, the pool table is getting a good run. It is. Um, it get, it, yeah, <laughs> it's good
1: to have that sort of cultural things as well. I guess in what you do. Now, how do you stay inspired and motivated?
0: Um, yeah, good question. I. I um, and I've asked you for a bit of advice as well in the past, but I do try and read um, biographies and business books, um, you know, I, I went to a public school, probably didn't have the circle of friends that maybe some of the um, maybe guys that went to private schools uh, had. Um, so from, from my point of view, I like to surround myself from an educational point of view, whether that's books or or podcasts, um, you know, people that are in, in, inspiring um, and, and people that we do want to aspire to. So. Um, yeah, it's maybe that, you know, other business leaders, whether that's, um, uh, overseas or locally, friends, uh, colleagues, yeah. yeah, friends, colleagues as well. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I do look, like to look at, um, you know, people that are the best in their field, um, and try and, uh, and get tips and, and advice, uh, basically from them.
1: I talk a lot about that hanging around with the right people really rubs off on you. And if you hang around with champions, you become one. I say, if you lie, lie down with dogs, you get fleas. So it's important to hang around and put yourself with the right yeah, people so that's very important definitely. now I know you're very busy running um being the CEO of a, quite a big company how do you have work-life balance so very popular one that comes up all the time
0: <laughs> yeah look we're, look I'm pretty fortunate uh, I live close to the office I've got a very understanding wife who uh, uh assisted immensely during the uh, the lockdown periods with the uh, the homeschooling so uh yeah, I've got a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old so um yeah she's done an amazing job basically with them over over that lockdown period. So the supportive wife uh, helps. Um, yeah, I guess that I was at a function of quite late and uh, regularly have things after hours, but uh, I must say that that, uh, that supportive home life balance um, is, is is very good and, and, and very important.
1: I want to share that, because I came, I came home quite late yesterday too, yeah. I had a very, very big day. I was out in Geelong and yeah. same scenario. When I get that yeah. question, it's about having the right team, yeah. understanding whether it's a partner whether it's a team it's an environment basically yeah. otherwise to excel um, who to look up to and why so throughout your career is there one key person that um, motivated you was it a few people that inspired you
0: yeah interesting question um, look I, I do look overseas and some of the uh, the leaders and companies there whether that's the Amazon uh, Amazon's or uh, or a Tesla or a um, or an apple so um yeah, as I said, I do read a lot of those sort of business books, um, and I think all those people and all those companies, um, I try and get inspiration from. I um, was fortunate enough to do a study tour about three or four years ago, went to Silicon Valley, and um, again, fortunate enough to do you know, tours of Google,
1: LinkedIn, How did Cisco. you do that? Was it on your own accord? Did someone bring that up? Like
0: that? Uh, yeah, it was part of an MBA, or a Master's in, in Business Administration wow. course that I was doing, um, and it was the, the last subject, and I must say it was uh, probably more valuable than the whole course put together, but... Uh, yeah, a really amazing experience and uh it actually inspired me to go back to Silicon Valley uh the year after when there was a a, a massive conference, uh, it was 120,000 people, it was a massive conference wow. in, in San Francisco. more than the MCG basically. Yeah, in San Francisco, where uh yeah leaders like Barack Obama was there, uh Team Cook. What did Cook you take and- away? What did you bring back? Tim yeah. Cook's
1: obviously the CEO of Apple Now. Yeah. What did you take away from that? Like, obviously, there's a ton of things. What was one or two things that really yeah. stuck with you?
0: I think their determination. I think their determination, um, their like focus, cool. uh, and just being, again, you know, persistent and relentless about what they're going to do. It um, doesn't matter what people from the outside are saying. Um, you know, they, they, they take
1: the advice, but then they make their own mind um, and basically drive their, their vision or passion. I love that. It's like basically trust but verify. You get the information, you verify the data, yeah. and you see, because these people, as we say, they're... They live life on their terms. They're yeah, relentless.
0: Yeah, and you, you'd be getting it, and um, I'm sure on yeah on on social media, people you, know, you have some people commenting great podcasting and others, you know, saying Chris, why are you doing this, and probably uh, in, in, in not so many nice words, you know, putting you down. So I Actually, think I don't mind that. Yeah,
1: you like it as a bit of motivation. No, because if people I've never heard seen a hater do is that, he's doing better than you. Yeah. So there's usually a, a cause to why someone has that. So I just. Kill them with kindness. Thank you for your opinion. I respect your opinion, and have a great day. And that's that's great. Because great I, I use that as motivation, inspiration. A lot of people do that. So I have no interest in. Uh, I put all my energy on moving forward. So if people aren't yeah. having a goal at you, if they're not saying anything. I don't think you're pushing hard enough.
0: That's right. That's that's true. That's what I tell the kids that. If you haven't fallen and hurt yourself, you haven't pushed yourself hard
1: enough. That's what I tell the kids. So not like that. Well done. If so anyone's got some more bad comments for myself, please <laughs> send them through and direct message me, and I'm happy to respond to them. Um, what advice would you give young people today? And I want to say that's pertaining to real estate because I know that's your background and your forte about getting to real estate today. The prices are going up, it's expensive. What advice would you give them?
0: Yeah, look, from a from an investing point of view, um, I'd give them the advice of, look, look at the trends. Um, yeah, generally, over X period of time, properties, pop, properties double. People are very fixated about where exactly should I buy, what street, what area. Um, Look at some of that is important but if you look at you know any suburbs around Melbourne um, they've all had similar growth if you look at it over a 10 year period so if you if you're looking long term which I recommend everyone looks long term um, it doesn't really matter so try and make it uh, less emotional um, and again look at those as long term growth because in 10 20 years time no one's going to care if you know it's north facing or it's in this street or you know even which suburb. so um, yeah, know they're all going to roughly go, go so up so that with your head not your heart that's right and people wanting to work in the real estate industry which um, just following up from your question as well um, you know find out you know do you actually want to work in that industry or are you going in there because you think you're going to make money so first and foremost understanding you know wh- what you're passionate about um, and if you are interested in building do that if you're interested in real estate real estate agent if you're interested in development focus on that but yeah maybe don't go where you think you're going to make the, the most money? Focus on areas that uh, interest you in, in, a, in a career path that's going to... You make um, a really
1: good point because if you time. lead with your heart, you can work a lot harder. You can be more passionate towards something. And they say you never work a day in your life. Hard. So actually one of the 2 got two rules for my kids. That's actually one of them. Yep. The second rule I've got is... I don't care what you do, lead with your heart and make sure that you're committed so you can really move forward with it. I think
0: that's great advice.
1: So, um, look, you've shared a lot of key points and I've really enjoyed our time. Are you ready for our quick fire questions, John? Okay, for it. All right, quick fire with John Agoros from Hermitage, let's go. What's the first thing you do when you wake up?
0: At the moment, I, uh, I go through a morning routine. Um, which is? Which consists of a few things. I've only just started it, uh, I've been doing it off and on the last few years, but um, yeah, a bit of gratitude, Exercise, uh, a little bit of journaling. Uh, it's yeah. funny you ask this because I do not want to, I was keeping this low key for a little while, but I uh, only, only started doing it uh, recently. But um, yeah, a bit, bit of reading again, uh, whether it's biographies or, or business books. Um, and then just focusing what type of, um, uh, what type of day and, and, uh, and life I want for my family as well.
1: So great, I do a lot of those too. Tacos or burgers? Burgers. What's your favorite cartoon of all time? Oh... Oh, let me think. Maybe The Simpsons. The Simpsons. Favourite TV show?
0: Probably Seinfeld. You mentioned it before. But good. Seinfeld. I'm glad you yeah, said yeah. that
1: because we'd have to cut it here if you didn't say <laughs> that. Um, what's your favourite pair of shoes? Do you yeah. have one?
0: Yeah, I've got uh, I've got some Lacoste that I wear and I've got uh, all the different colours and uh, they've stopped making them, which I'm very upset about.
1: Now, we'll see if we can get them back. What's the worst job you've ever had?
0: Worst job? Probably uh, a cleaning, cleaning job that my dad made me do and. Uh, but I was probably about fifteen.
1: Okay, if you could remake any movie, what would it be? Any move? probably uh, probably do everything quicker and earlier. And uh, no movie,
0: movie. Sorry, M- movie? If you could
1: remake any movie. What would movie? It
0: be? Sorry, I thought we said move. Ah, uh,
1: movie. Three hundred. I think I can do a bit better. <laughs> I love that. All right, if you could be from any other decade or era, which would you be? Where, where, where would you live? What, what decade? What era? Probably uh, Australia in the 70s. Okay. If your house was on fire and you ran back in and you could get two things, well, now we're hoping the wife and the kids are out so we can, we can <laughs> scrap them out. What are you running back in to get? Probably the phone.
0: The phone? Did you say two things? Yeah. Uh, the phone and the, uh, the old school photo
1: album. I, say the, I always say two because everyone says phone. <laughs> um, name, uh, name of a book that you've read that's positively shaped you. Uh, look, there's been,
0: a, there's been a few, but uh, one, one that I'd highly recommend and uh, a recent one that I've read and listened to the audiobook which is actually much better than the, uh, the book itself, which is um, uh, David Goggins' Autobiography. Um, I don't know if you've read it, uh, um, but you, you can't hurt me. You, you can't, can't hurt me. me you can't hurt me. Yeah. Um, but read that recently. I'm about to re-listen and re- read that, but
1: highly recommend that one. Describe yourself in three words as a teenager. As a teenager? Yep. Um, uh driven
0: uh party fun yeah uh, last one bit of trouble
1: <laughs> so the party and trouble all right <laughs> now i'd like to say before i get to the last two thank you very much because you've been supporting me quite a few years for the Vinicio sleepout oh, yourself and your business you always get behind me i you know, you're the, one of the first to do it, so thank you. You always give generous, so I really appreciate it. So that means a lot to me, so thank you for that.
0: No, and well done for you for doing that. And it, uh, I know you're very passionate about it, but credit to you.
1: Well, one, give me one thing that no one knows about you. You gave us the journaling that no one knew and a few things I want to Give you one thing that no one knows. Uh, Let me get some info. Yeah, a bit of info.
0: Look at, I don't know if no one knows, but uh, I am learning, uh, have been learning for the last few years uh, Chinese, and I've, I'm learning Mandarin. Ah.
1: Uh, it's, uh, Nihoma.
0: Yeah, well, we'll
1: that's out. all I know. So that's it. <laughs> all right. So, um, give uh, g- we've given some amazing takeaways. Give give me uh, the listeners two, three key takeaways from our conversation today.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. Be clear on what you want to achieve. Um, be driven in doing that, and, and take advice, but
1: but at the end of the day, listen to to yourself, um, and and do what you're passionate about doing. So, be clear, concise. Um, uh, take your gut advice and move forward be driven Yeah, love that yep. now um, a scale of 1 to 10 how much have you enjoyed the podcast
0: well, Jordan, I, don't, I don't do too many I was saying to you before I don't do too many of these so I have been enjoyed it so yeah no probably I'll, I'll probably give it a 9 I never give everything, anything a 10
1: <laughs> me neither <laughs> and this is um, thank you very much to all the listeners this Is another per- great person that's had on for, for your benefit um, we haven't had many first time uh, podcasts John came on as a guest You learned so much about building kinsbridge and hermitage homes sitting in an amazing home now 50 squares awarded builder and um hope you enjoyed this episode don't forget to like and subscribe and for john we've got a great book for him to read now your path the world brick by brick there you go nice all right thank you appreciate
0: being on thank you for having me on